Who is a sales life for? The person who takes rejection and recycles it to learn more, do more, and exceed his expectations. If that's you, let's roll with it. Welcome to The Sales Life with Marsh Bice. You know, it's been about four pecan seasons since we've done a sales lab, so let's go ahead and knock one out today. You know, in your, in your sales life, you're walking with two dogs. And my question to you today is, which one are you going to feed? I mean, you're going to have your days of momentum. And then you're going to have your days of momentum. And when you're running with Big Mo, man, life's good. Life's good, man. The money's rolling in. The lunches are fancier. And it seems like <laughs> it seems like every customer, they're picking up what you're laying. Hell, even the customers that you wrote off a long time ago, hell, the ones that you even forgot about. You got to go, hey, can I get your license so I can make a copy because you don't even remember their damn name. I mean, you try to stalemate them. You try to give them to somebody else. And no, they want to wait on you. It, those are the customers. Hell, they're even showing up. It's as if you're the profit of the sales industry. You know those those profits that come to town, these these uh, these fire on you preachers, and they just outstretch their hand and they slay the whole middle of the uh, middle of the congregation. <laughs> they just they outstretch their hand and just everybody just lays out. That's what you are, man, dude. You're just slaying everybody, man. I mean, you don't even try, and and everything's going so good, dude. Life's so good. It's as if you're you're living in a big ass box of lucky charms where it's just horseshoes rainbows and magical unicorns man and then there's those other days days of momentum days where no matter how prayed up how curse free you are how helpful you are nothing not a damn thing is coming together for you the last five customers couldn't buy from you the customer that your manager just, hell, your manager is always giving deals away. He finally, you, you beg him for one. He finally throws you a bone only to come to find out that they're still in bankruptcy. You look at your manager like, dude, what the hell? And he's like, sorry, bro, I didn't know. And then don't forget, man. You got you you, you got uh, uh, you got service heat, man. You got customers back there in the service department. Service dropped the ball. They set an appointment a month out, and they forgot. They didn't even order the damn part for them. And then you got other customers, man, who are sitting up front or blowing your cell phone up because they want to return their purchase. Man, days that you just have, days that you're just like, uh, whoa. Think of whoa and mo as two hungry ass dogs, bro. They're hungry, but you can only feed one. Which one are you going to feed? I mean, if you feed old woe, well, you're going to feed woe complaints and stories of lies and almost and strike me dead tales. God, man, I, dude, I'm not lying. I promise. I swear to God, man. I swear to God. I, you know, you, you, you tell these and other people are like, bro, no way. And you know what they're doing is they're, they're, they're egging you on. They're so glad it's, it's you and not them. And then the other people that you're relating to, they, they can't even relate, man. They don't even know what the hell you're talking about. They're just like, oh, Oh, man, it sure is. Man, sorry to hear that. Hang in there, buddy. You got those woe, man. You're feeding that woe dog. What you're doing is is you, you also feed it by being selective with which customers are deemed worthy of your precious time and expertise. Instead of, instead of leveraging your experience, man, you're just the judge out there. You're judging what you do and don't have. And, and, and the ones that you do deem worthy of your time that you've cherry picked, that you believe through some sort of lens and seance, that, that crystal ball, your magic eight ball that you have sitting at your desk, you believe those are the buyers. 
They better prove to you real quick that they're going to buy today. Otherwise, they're going to get flipped over to a green pea. (laughs) You can all relate, man. We all can relate. Or you can just choose to feed the other one, man. Big Mo. Big Mo eats and eats and eats and eats. His fucking appetite's insatiable. Big Mo eats so much, man, you'd swear it's got a tapeworm or something. I mean, you keep feeding Mo. You're like, bro, you, Mo, you want some more? And Mo is just sitting there with his mouth wide open. So you just keep feeding it. Effort, processes, leads, follow-ups, referrals, optimism. Dude, you just feed, 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 and it just keeps eating, keeps eating. You're like, I don't understand. When is, when is this thing going to get full? And then all of a sudden, boom, you reach that tipping point. And Mo unleashes a flood of results, dude. So much so that you can't even you can't even keep up on your own. You got to get you got to get others to help you out. You got customers that are sitting there waiting for you. No matter the day, bro, you always got to feed the right dog. You're gonna always have two dogs walking with you. Momentum and momentum. Feed the right dog. Always feed the right dog. Mo is going to test your patience. Mo is going to test your commitment. Mo is going to test your grit. But he'll never let you down. Now, speaking of momentum, let's talk about creating slack. And I'm not talking about the kind of slack where you can just let up and lay up, man. I'm talking about slack is in the sense that you have options. I mean, think about it. When you have to make this sale to Mr. One and Only Customer, how relaxed are you? Dude, you're tight as a piano string, man. That momentum, when you feed the machine, the, the machine, when you, yeah, that's what it is. It ain't even machine. When you feed the machine of momentum, what it's going to do, man, it's going to, it's going to give you the slack needed to be less tense and having to make this one damn sale. That way you'll be more in tune with, 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 with how to solve your customer's issues, the customers that's right there in front of you. See, a lot of times, man, when we have to make that one sale, we tune out. All we hear is, is the Capital One bill coming around. All we hear is, is how the hell am I going to pay the rent and the insurance? How in the hell am I going to pay my car note? That's all we hear. When you have to make that one and only sale, man, you don't hear anything else. And customers sense that, man. They sense how tense you are. And it, 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 they feel it. They back off and they say, ah, we're going to, we're going to give it some time. Cause they just, and they don't even know what it is. They just walk away and like, I don't know, man. Just something wasn't right with that dude. See, that's why you got to create that slack. You got to create that that b- build that margin into your month. That way, you're not you're not one no away from losing your shit. I mean, a customer tells you no, and you had to have that. You already mentally banked this deal, and they tell you no, or no, I, I bought somewhere else, or whatever. You get the phone call, or never show up, and you just you just crumble right there in front. You ever had a salesperson do that? You may have been one of them, where they just lose their shit. And dude, I've had I've seen so many of them melt down. And when I was on the sales floor, I'd look at him like, "Good, that's more opportunity for me." He finally cracked. He lost his shit because, dude, you had all. All your stock in one customer. Dude, you got to build slack. You got to build margin in your month. <sighs> you have to. You have to. Because you got to have more that you can choose from. 
Insurance companies don't just sell you one policy. They don't just need one customer. No, what they do is they spread the risk out, right? It's the same thing what you got to do. You got to insurance through your month is having more opportunities, more leads, more referrals, more customers, more be-backs, all of those things, man. You got to build slack every single day. That's part of your momentum. See, momentum, we, we want the instant results. No, a lot of times, some days you don't even go home with the results, but you go home with the momentum. So what you're doing is, is you're building several different options, several different ways of building that slack, that margin that is so necessary in consistent sales, man. Every one of your customers is important, but they're not the lifeline to your next sales breath, man, where all of a sudden they say no and you just beep your flatline. No, no, it's okay. They didn't buy from me. All right, learn from it. Where did I miss it? What, was I too keyed in? What, what, what happened? Was I too tense? Was I not really interested in what they were saying? Was I trying to help too many customers all at once? Did I have something else on my mind? Did I have drama at home? Whatever. Learn from that. But then lean on your next customer. You got more in the hopper. You got more slack. You got the woe. You got the mo. And then you got the slack. See, you have it. You're always going to have the momentum. You're always going to have those days. You got to feed it. And that's the momentum. Make sure you're feeding the right dog. And then you need it. You need it. And that's that slack. The woe, the mo, and the slack. Keep those in mind in your sales life today. And stay in the sales life. I'll see you back here next time.